0: in front of the tv when you can be on the radio do you know where the remote is i looked over What's up guys hey i'm back for another episode of transparency robert smith as always I'm here to be transparent with different uh have conversation everyday conversations with different people from sorts of life backgrounds and unfortunately some millennials are gonna be on this episode so yeah looking forward to that i'm excited today's a new week i mean it's like the end of the week technically you know but i'm excited to have a good conversation well actually i was saying i'm not too excited because our topic today is talking about covering depression Depression is super negative, and it just comes with a lot of emotions. And we're just gonna dive into it. Remember, anything that we cover is definitely bring awareness, and you know, maybe someone's out there needs to hear this. So, hopefully, we can cover some good things for those people that are um, eager to dive into this. Yeah, let's go ahead and get started. Um, I'm here with my good guest, Abel. Abel, what's up? Speak to the people.
1: What's up, man? <laughs>
0: Abel, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited for you to be here. I'm super appreciative. And you actually came up with the topic depression itself, correct?
1: Yes, sir. Yeah.
0: I'm. I mean. You know, you had a lot of options.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I Like I told you, I, when I was driving over here, I was like, damn, why did I end up with depression? That's yeah. going to be a hard one.
0: Yeah. But, you know, I think it, it's a it's a necessity conversation. One thing I like about my podcast is that I want to definitely touch on things that are very taboo. Things that are definitely unique. And um, I think we're so far going a good route. And I think you choosing that is going to be really good. So I'm really excited to go dive into this. So let's just get started. Depression itself. I mean, when's the last time you cried? <laughs> Dang. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I would say
1: back like two months ago.
0: Exactly two months ago. And what
1: was the reason you had to share it? That was because of my grandfather who passed away. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh man. That was a a pretty rough time as far as let's say like maybe depression. Uh uh-huh. I would say back in February.
0: February. Yeah. I I'm just gonna. Put you on pause real quick. I'm so sorry. I forgot to introduce as uh, always my producer, Nate. Um, he's in the background. He's like, yo, I'm chilling here. Uh Nate does a lot of mechanical things in the back end for this, and so um, we're good. Uh so if you guys hear him jump on, that is not Casper, that is Nathan Torres, Space Kaiju himself.
1: Nate's awesome. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> um, with that being said, um, okay, so it's been a while since you've been impressed and unfortunately Vince, you cried the last time, you know, your your grandfather passed. I think for me, I guess I'll just answer that. Um, ooh, I don't know. Yesterday? No. Uh, <laughs> well, I usually schedule in around uh, Thursdays. No. Um, I, I'm i more emotional than an average person. Hints, hints. Um, so, and I'm, I'm, an, I'm aware of that. You know, yeah. one thing about me, I'm very aware of who I am. So um, I take on things a little bit different. So some things make me a little upset. But um, I recently, I'll just share with this, I've actually found out that I'm being sued last week. Wow. <laughs> So I got served for an accident That I was in two years ago That wasn't my fault
1: Is that what you were talking about about at work?
0: Yeah, like some So I am just have a lot on my plate right now So that was really upsetting Um, You know, like I remember The reason why it makes me upset And I cried because I'm frustrated I'm frustrated that this happens Because I was part of a 10 car pileup And I was the last car Because a car hit a car And I had no choice What more was traumatizing And really bad about it Was that my nephew was in the car He was only three years old And um um <laughs> i he would not be here if he didn't have a seatbelt on so i'm really praise god and i'm happy that you know I'm good i did suffer concussion and unfortunately wow. i do suffer a minor ptsd so um yeah I, I didn't know i did until i was driving and something happened and i was freaking out so point i couldn't even drive i it definitely affected me physically i was shaking it, it was this whole i don't want to dive in but it was crazy but overall it was it was a lot um so that's something I was dealing with, and um yeah, depression itself now you've been you haven't had it in a while. you're a good state of mind, would you say right now?
1: No, I would say that I haven't cried in a while okay I, I don't cry often, okay, but I do feel I, I battle like you know depression, okay, honestly, you know daily, weekly
0: I'm really happy you said that because I didn't know if you're going to say that. I think a lot of people are not really accountable how sometimes our emotions can fluctuate, you know, it really is like by the hour, you know, it's it could be by the minute. It, it really could. <laughs> yeah. And I think that sometimes in this and if we were in the 80s or maybe even hardcore to 50s, if we were to say that, that would be so taboo, you yeah. know, but we need to bring awareness just how unstable like mental health is really important you know and that's something that doesn't get talked especially you being you know us being in a modern era community it's definitely like get your shit together you know like why yeah. are you acting like this you know but it is true and I think for me um you know I, I was heavily medicated as a kid um I was adopted so I was with someone who wasn't primary my my who wasn't my biological mother with that being said they haven't medicated me Oh God, <laughs> it makes me sad. Sorry. So I'm getting emotional. So, um, I, cause I was medicated three times a day, three pills. So it was tw- what, nine pills a day. And it was like Ritalin, uh, these hardcore things. I don't remember what they call it. And that made me super depressed. I remember wow. it was like a shell. I couldn't, it was like a glass box and I couldn't, I was banging because these medicine were like kind of holding me down and they were like just doing a lot for me. So, I. Uh, it was hard, man. It was hard as a kid. And for someone like me, um, growing up with the issue of not having my parents and that sense of abandonment and all these other things that I was going through, the medicine wasn't helping, which they just did it to kind of calm me because maybe I was hyperactive, but um, it led me to depression, really hardcore to the point where um, I was younger and I don't, I have a bad posture because I will always walk my head down. I didn't see the point of walking my head up. I was so petrified of the world as a kid. You as outgoing That's as I am crazy. I was so scared. I remember man. I used now to, you're very outgoing. I'm very <laughs> outgoing. It's funny story So I was very um, I was so one time my, my mom my my mom always encouraged me. Hey go across the street, go get you some food. Yeah, and I didn't want to I used to think like people would look at me and they talk about me How I walk funny how I act like how I'm looking and I was just so scared It, would, I remember it'd be like simultaneously. Jeez. So you felt like you couldn't even leave your house. Um, honestly with school and back, I didn't do any social wow. activities compared to my, um, my siblings. Jeez. I was really, we would go to Louisiana. <laughs> we said that earlier. We would go to Louisiana for like summer vacation and you know, to go out, like my siblings would go to church and I didn't want to, cause I didn't, with the thought of meeting people, I didn't want to do that.
1: I know you're from Louisiana.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, my family's from there. So
0: yeah. And, um, well it, speeding up it yeah. was a breakthrough high school i knew by 14 i just stopped the medication i was like no i'm not going to take it anymore it's i fair. tired of feeling like that i did feel a sense of a breakthrough of awakening in myself and i felt like i was getting back to normal when high school the last year um i had um like you know what i changed schools i went to East valley i know that's really far um and i was like you know what? i'm not doing this i'm not doing this anti-social i have so much personality here and i think i'm funny And I don't know how to, I want to be transparent and I want people to see that. I remember one day I went home and I just changed clothes. I kind of changed the way I look. I was like, I'm ready. I remember I looked different. I, I walked up and I just can see the world. Wow. And I went to high school and I remember these people noticed me. They're like, hey, you're new, right? And I was like, Yeah, I just started. They're like, You want us to show you around? And I was like, Yeah. And it was kind of like the mean girl scene when they show like all the cool yeah. kids. It was <laughs> kinda of just like that. And from there on, I became more social and that's who you are seeing right now, this outgoing bubbly personality. But in a time long ago, I was I was not like that. I'm not who you were which seeing right now. So yeah. Well, I'm happy that you were able to <laughs> break out of that and just really
1: Knowing you, I think you're such a cool person, so it's cool to see how far you've come.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. Now, for you, um, you have mentioned daily, what are how do you cope with that? Like, do you have triggers too?
1: Um, so I would say certain things for me, just really growing up, I came from a divorced family, okay. Um, my mom. Cheated on my dad, left us when we were young. How so so old were
0: you when, they, when it happened?
1: It's tr- it started when I was maybe like in fourth, fifth grade. Uh-huh. And I would see a lot of pretty bad things. So maybe at that time, I didn't really know what was going on. But mm-hmm. as I got older and when I really just got into middle school, I just started realizing that my mindset and the way that I was was a lot different than other people. I felt kind of like how you said, very trapped as far as to, I was always putting on a front. I've always been the, you know, like the class clown trying to really make jokes. And I guess that's why some people can say I'm very unemotional. Uh-huh. I've kind of learned to really, I try to fight it, but mm-hmm. naturally my instincts is just to really not invest any emotion or try to yeah, invest any of my uh, emotion into anything. So I feel that. Daily, I still have to, you know, a lot of things mentally kind of stick with me from what I was around growing up. Okay,
0: um, it's kind of speeding up to right now. You're married. You're very young, Um, mm-hmm. you're very young. You're 22. 23. Uh, 23. Sorry, I, wish and, I was 22. <laughs> and you actually have a son. You have yeah. a one-year-old son, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Shout out to Luca, cutest kid. Cute I little had, Luca. Yeah. Dude, he's such a cute kid. <laughs> Thank you. Um, how you having a wife and married so young, have you completely opened up and been like very vulnerable with her about what your emotions and you kind of like feeling this way? Yeah. Um, I feel that definitely one of the
1: big parts of my life as to where I really catapulted me to kind of having a stronger mindset, I guess, uh, feeling more at peace was actually meeting my wife. Mm. Um, she met me like out of you know when i was really bad she she's known me since i have been doing it when, back in when it was the worst which was about four or five years ago okay and up until i would say even maybe this past year has really just been like the year for me but aside from that i was really dealing with it up until like last year um so with her I, she's seen a lot and it's very open yeah
0: that's really good. You know that's a huge blessing, able for to be able to have someone who can support you in that way, and I really appreciate you. I know it's too early. I'm thanking you, but I really appreciate you just sharing that because I think it's important to. Um, a lot of times, because we're married, we have to put on this front because we know we have to care. I don't know this, but you know that you have to carry not only yourself but your son and your wife. You know, for the support, and sometimes women can be turned off by demas like a demasculate like man. You know, and I'm not at all I'm not saying that by you going through periodic periods of being depressed is the masculine but for other people they can look at it like that and can be a huge turn off. So it's really good that you have that, you know, that connects with your wife who supports you in that way. I really hope that like you guys continue to grow and you know, a lot of this can be talked about more because it isn't something that can be fixed overnight, you know. Definitely now. Yeah, it's really good with your journey. Um I I think like I can relate to you like you said still. Um mine's is like a roller coaster. Um I'm more like emotional than average, like I mentioned. So I take things a lot personal, but it only becomes from what I've been through in my life. uh for me not having certain things, um like a full I didn't really have like a stable family growing up. So I really value my friends and when I fight with my friends, man, I get so distraught. Like I lose it. Uh like one time I got into <laughs> an argument with one of my friends and it was pretty bad. It was the first time we ever disagreed and I was just done. I remember this is two years ago and I was just done. It was just a, a leading up factor where I was just like, can't do this anymore. And I remember just driving, but I was pressing the gas like really, really bad. My car, you already know I, like how I drive. Yeah, it was worse. scary. So it must have been God. And he was like, call one of my friends. His name is Christian um, Rodriguez. Um, dang, I hope he's listening. He's such a dope dude. Um, <laughs> he, I don't know why I called him and I was like, hey, you know, I just wanted to see what you're up to. He's like, yeah, man, what's up? You know, I'm out. My, You know, we just went errands, and He's like, and he's like, what's wrong? And I was like, oh, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I get really, as a defense mechanism, I pe- I try to beat people to something negative. To try- I, I It's just weird. So I'm always like, I will always lie when anything's wrong. I'm like, oh, no, no, no I'm good. I get it. And I stutter. And I do all that crap. So I was like, <laughs> he was like, no, he's like, what's wrong? And I was like, I'm just not feeling it. And I I remember, what did I say? I remember I said something and he told me to pull over and just stay there. And he's like, don't matter what, he just knew he just pulled over and stayed there and he came like in 15 minutes. I think he was in Pomona, I was in Limpante. He just dropped what he's doing and um what a good friend. Yeah. yeah. Cuz um bluntly speaking, I was trying to commit suicide. Wow. When no cares. I think um it gets really bad. I think I just want the pain to go away. Sometimes I feel like in life it gives you so much that you can't handle, but I know that's a lie because, like, in the Bible, it says it's never going to give us too much we can't handle, you know? I don't know. (laughs) I just heard about that, and
1: I could be wrong. But from my pastor last week, uh, she said that that's not even in the Bible. That, like, she's read the Bible numerous Mm -hmm. times and nowhere it says that. And she says God gives us more than we can handle so we can rely on him. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, I think that's important, too. I think that we have to, we are all designed different as humans. We all have our different lives. And what's really unique is that we were made to be in control of our lives with, I believe, my opinion with God, you know, to help us in that way. Only our life, only our lives, we can live. We can never live anybody else's life. And with that life, everything that comes in our lives—from the burdens, the trials, the tribulations, the things that we're going through—it can never be too much because we're designed to tackle it, no matter what's going on. Can you just imagine that and grasp that? It's incredible. It's incredible. And I think of people like who really go through more severe stuff, from like slavery or poverty areas, and how they are. S- you know, when you see them, they're not feeling as emotional or sad as we see. Like, oh, no, like we see them, we cry, like, you know, we're sad. We go through, And somehow they are able to carry that and go out through their day because at the end of the day, they're able to live, they're designed to live their life in that, not in that way, God forbid. No, but no. I, I just like to carry on that strength to like do that. But, man, depression is something else. Yeah, I definitely agree. And as far as what you were
1: saying earlier, that I do think that, there is a negative, I guess, connotation with having depression as a male. Yeah. So when you did say that, I think that's a very big point, too. As even like I've been very outspoken with my wife and my family, that one of my goals one day is to be like a public speaker and help people who have kind of gone through similar trials as me or, uh-huh. you know, different things that affected them as they were young and let them know that you can still achieve anything you want. Yeah. And, I think that you know most people just have a, a negative thought about being depressed, and I truly think that most people have it. It's just something that's not really brought up, like you said earlier.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's really important. I definitely want to bring awareness, you know, especially like I said, in the minority community, community, we are up like this is like get up, like go fix it and, you know, go smoke something, go drink something. Take a pill. I mean, really, and that's like the encouragement alternative from these backgrounds, you know, me being from an area like that, that really is the suggested alternative. I have had my sister told me go smoke something, you know, like you're tripping, you know, and I don't know how to. I don't know how to like, no, I, I can't, I can't, you know? I've gone to numerous therapists,
1: and all they ever try to do is I feel like prescribe me something. Yeah. And then <laughs> I, I tell my wife, I don't want to go back. Like, yeah, they always tell me right away. Yeah. Oh, do you want something? I'm just like, no.
0: So it's funny that you say that because I have avoided therapists because I've been through so many as a kid, just for the simple fact, I don't want to go back to me and medicate it. I'd, I really feel like I'm chained. They, like, I
1: believe they truly
0: pressure that. I don't even think medication is a necessity. Mm-hmm. I mean, we... In generations, we were able to get through it before. Even though we are getting tackled on more problems and being more mature at an early young age, still, I think people survive, you know?
1: Yeah, I think that when you are open and you understand and actually look in the mirror and because it takes, I think it takes a long time to admit that you actually struggle with depression. I think that's huge because for so long, I I used to tell people um, that I would confide with and tell them, no, no, no. It's just I'm just going through things like I didn't want to admit that I had depression. So I think that, yeah, that's definitely something that is hard to do I'd really admit. And once you admit, I think that's when you can try to, like you said, mm-hmm. tackle through it.
0: Yeah, that's really important. That's really good because um, the only first step is, you know, it's admitting that you have this. Um now moving I wanna kinda go back to the masculine the masculine image of like dealing with depression now. Do you be you being so vocal and you expressing to your family, maybe your friends, how you are, do you ever get encounter like to say like, well man up, like bro, like quit trip like you know, in that way, like just kind of brush it off? Do you get that? I've gotten that from like my dad. Okay,
1: who's a very manly man. Alpha man, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, But mostly, I'll be completely honest with you. I'm just a very real genuine person, Mm -hmm. and I've talked to my – I've had deep conversations with my friends, Uh family members, and they've always been very receptive, and they always confide in me. Uh I honestly – you know, maybe someone from the outside can say, hey, you know, he's not masculine. But when it comes to my face, Uh I've never had nobody tell me anything like that. Generally, I think everyone – maybe they won't admit they have depression, Mm -hmm. But they battle, you know, certain, you know, status of minds daily yeah. or, you know, weekly or whatever it may be. So and I haven't experienced anything like that firsthand.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Um, for me, yeah, especially when I was younger, I will always be like, man up or like, why are you whining? But. I was also. It's a pro- choice. Yeah, it's a yeah. choice. <laughs> but unfortunately, I was a product of my environment. You know, um, growing up Same. in an environment, so it was pretty like hostile. And it was the mentality of like, why, like, no, what, whatever you're talking about doesn't exist. You need to just get that, like, grow up. You know, get past that um yeah and and you know like as far as things coping bro i think when i'm depressed like i shut. i man i shut down when i shut down my typical day is just being in bed all day
1: yeah i've done that all day Can I, I don't even want to leave the room don't even leave just feel it sucks too when you wake up that way yeah have you ever just woken up that way and you're just like Fuck.
0: Yeah, yeah it's just that hard reminder of like what you're going through And I get upset because I have to eat, unfortunately. And sometimes I'll just like I'll just eat like once a day, but it's only because for even the restaurant, I'm just like, oh, I have to get up, and I just rather stay in bed, turn over. Um, But you know what? It's just really tough. Um, That's something I do. How do? So are you the same way? Like when you get hardcore?
1: When I've been hardcore, yeah, I I don't want to leave. It'll last for a few hours. Uh It used to be, honestly, there was a point where I was depressed for, like, over a year. Ev- I would say years every single day uh-huh. where I would not leave my room. I would come home, like, at 2 o'clock every day so I didn't have to talk to my parents. Uh-huh. I wouldn't talk to my brother and sister. I would lock myself in the room. Like, there was a point where I was very bad, and that I, I didn't even try to cope with it. I just let it consume me. Uh-huh. Now, I think just naturally, um, you know, I have a great wife. Uh-huh. I, I you know I had success with like work and things like that I think my son is really catapulted me like to another level as to where a lot of times I'm not really thinking about myself I'm constantly thinking about him so it's Uh kind of distracts me yeah Uh, but there's still a lot like just the other day I was just in a crappy mood and I just Uh was thinking about like a lot of mistakes that I've made certain things I could have changed I'm Uh always thinking about the past and that's like a, a constant issue that I've had and I think that's what causes a lot of my depression
0: okay yeah oh that's crazy. Um have you ever cut yourself no that's good i'm too scared for that have you ever tried to commit suicide
1: no that's good i've like have have thoughts about it uh-huh. and how to do it uh-huh. and have like had some dark thoughts but i've never actually like tried i think with for me i came my dad's very um religious uh-huh I grew up in in church, um, and I think that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. (laughs) That's a whole (laughs) But, yeah, so I think that that really, um, ever since I was young, they Uh would always say depression would make you go to hell. Yeah. Have you ever heard that? Um, Or not depression, suicide. suicide. Oh, yeah, Yeah. suicide suicide would make you go to hell. So I was always, like, just scared of that because I felt like being that instilled in me since I was so young, I always thought that was, like, even worse mm-hmm. than being on earth mm-hmm. so
0: that's crazy yeah that's funny because with the religion thing i was always like oh man if i do this i'm gonna go straight there yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the first thing that Dang, pops in your man. Head. and then I'm like, like this is hell too was worse like, right? <laughs> right so i don't know <laughs> oh my god i don't know like flip a coin no so <laughs> then you're just like fuck screw life can i yeah. p- pitch something to you yeah real quick? go ahead
2: so i've got a quote that i personally have been working on like i came up with it like Ooh. just been sitting and thinking <laughs> and it says it says without self-reflection and being consciously aware of yourself mm-hmm. a mirror is a useless tool in seeing who you really are so with that being said i pose this question to you guys how much of the depression that you that you guys have is of the of, of the cause of looking in the mirror and thinking about what other people think of you um that's a great
0: question it's a good question yeah i can say you know unfortunately with society nowadays Everything is about like what's going on with you, you know, it's more like earning incentives as far as likes or that uh, confirmation from people like they approve of you in a way. And social media is definitely like really wrecked people's lives because it's it's something that um, increases that that needing for confirmation, that need for. Um, look to be analyzed and, and di- gratification yeah and no no though people are differently you know people don't really look at it like that um, I think that it's very common nowadays that people look for someone like that um, for me I definitely grew out of that um, I've grown apart from that I think early on I was definitely I cared so much what people think I cared like everything I valued it and I felt like it was be- because I did something wrong it was my fault or yeah I definitely look like that what about you? Yeah, the reason
1: I love that question is because I always kind of preach this. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, as far as the pertaining to like the actual question, I do I do feel that there were a lot of times, and even now to this day, that I can just look in the mirror and just be like, damn, I wish I was this or why yeah. wasn't I like that? And then, you know, tying that into social media and different things, mm-hmm. I believe that really has caused a spike in depression Um, being that you're just able to always compare yourself to someone. I mean, it constantly Constantly. updates every second. New images every second. So I think that, you know, I mean, like back then, I mean, 80s, 90s, early 90s, early 2000s, you didn't have social media like that. You weren't able to – the only people you would see is people you would see in real life. Mm -hmm. That was it. That's how you would meet someone. So I think now being able to see millions of people – Um, throughout a year and just constantly compare yourself that's very dangerous yeah that's
2: also what i was uh telling you in the beginning uh before we when we were off air about the tribe about uh dreams uh well yeah that getting into that part but also uh like that we're getting used to being uh consumed by a lot of people when in reality back in the day we would only know the people in the tribe Mm yeah so just imagine like the depression that people would get now like being just around too much people it's dangerous i think it's dangerous
0: honestly yeah, it is dangerous. That was a really good question. I think that um, it can be tough, though, because self-reflecting, it can really... <laughs> that's how depression starts. <laughs> when I look in that mirror, I'm like, dang! that's <laughs> like you let yourself go. It's always self-reflecting. <laughs> yeah, man. it's tough, man. And I just... You know what? I... Bro, I always been my worst enemy and I I still struggle with that today. I'm Mm -hmm. so hard on myself and I get to the point where I don't even care. I don't care. I'm like, you know what? I don't even care about you. I don't know what you're doing. I don't even care. I I, get that.
1: I get crazy. You know
0: why? And I get that because I feel like sometimes that's what I receive. And I'm like, what's the point? What's the point of caring for myself if other people don't even care about it? And it goes back to that validation that I needed from people, you know? But you know what, man, what really helped me, really helped me triumph through my depression is God, like really diving into church, connecting with people and just, you know, if I didn't know the guy named Christian, he was from church, you know, what would have happened to Robert today, you know, like, I'm so you, grateful <laughs> I'm so grateful for moments like that. You know, it's been, it's tough. You know, I'm really happy. Church has really filled a lot of voids in my life too. And I can always think of like quotes and just think of like God's love towards me. That makes me feel validated where I can somewhat climb out of this depression, you know? And I believe that's what, Chris, not necessarily Christianity, but there's the relationship with God is all about, you know? If,
1: yeah, I think that I would say... There was a time where I really didn't have, like, any depression for, I would say, maybe seven, eight months, like, consistent, where I didn't have any bad thoughts. Literally every day I was happy. Like, it was crazy. And during that time, I was really, like, into, you know, God and going to church, reading the Bible every day, going to church twice a week, Mm. and I don't know, you know, maybe... I don't know if it's just having, knowing that God is there to always rely on and knowing that he loves you for who you are Uh is that's what really made me feel at peace. Uh Um, I don't say I have that relationship anymore. Uh, but at that point I felt really, really just happy and at peace. And I think that God plays a huge factor into, you know, I would say trying to mitigate that depression
2: Okay. Can I ask you guys both a question real yeah. quick? Because yeah. uh, you both said that you, when you going to church, you feel a lot more happier. Yeah. Um, now, when you go to church, um, does I know that you know God and the Word of God brings you happiness? But do you like get happiness from people and communicating and learning from other people and seeing uh, what perspectives they have and how you can relate to them and maybe not relate to them? Is that all, at all like I know like the the community part of it? Is that at all making you guys happy because i want to see if i can translate it to you know i i've been depressed i i kind of still am from
0: time to time
2: yeah and and
0: i definitely want to touch on that too
2: and 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 i think that podcasting has saved my life most of it (laughs) because i've listened to people and, and listening to every different type of perspective and different person from different types of walks of the earth And just listening and seeing how I can relate or maybe pick up on things that, you know, that are similar or different, you know, just observing that kind of stuff brings me happiness because I know that I'm not alone. I know that we are all different, that we are all going through different things, painful things, happy things. And that's just the ebbs and flows of life, you know, but I want to know if, if, you know, if God is the one that's making that you happy with his word and being there for you, or is it the community base that you guys are, you know, communicating with and learning from that is, you know, kind of giving you a little bit of more closure That that is, you know, kind of saying that you guys are not alone. Do you wanna
0: go first?
1: Yeah, I think that, um, I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. I think that plays a huge factor as to, that's why there's so many churches, just because everyone clicks different. So re- I think how you said relating to different people um, I think that ultimately brings comfort. So I think that like I've been to numerous churches and I have a church right now that I go to and I, I love it. So I think that when you find a place that can relate to you and really preach the word that God has wrote, that really, I mean, you're still listening to who God is and God's word. So I think just the way that they're able to relate it and then the people around you at the foundation That does play a huge factor too, because I think if you just go to a church where you can't really relate to, what do you really? I mean, it's not going to bring those feelings. It just won't.
2: And I think that goes with anything in life, like work workplace too. Because I've been there where I've I've not I wasn't really happy in in a spot where I was working, and I just made the sacrifice of quitting, and and I'm happy to this day, you know.
0: To add to that, in reference Mm -hmm. to work, I can say Abel that because we work together. Uh, i don't know but i would think that we are very blessed to have a good job dude i <laughs> love our job we honestly bro we, i've never worked at a place like i this. love and you know what's funny dude like we have we we were training together so we we made a community in a way of kind of now we're so close like it's kind of bad like we take our breaks <laughs> together <laughs> like we get in trouble together like it's we good we eat together <laughs> we eat together like building we, a family like so and um we have like a crew I'm just really blessed Like work is such a fun environment I think we We definitely I think actually Not to be narcissistic But we're probably two key elements To bringing that funness to work In that environment that we have And I'm just really grateful for that You know And when I went into it I didn't want that I didn't want to have a community Because I left work I left my old job And I love them And I was like I'm never getting that I was like F all these guys These guys are just annoying Like I don't want to do that
1: They're a bunch of nerds Nerds. (laughs)
0: It's like this young kid Thinks he's about to come in here And do some stuff He doesn't know and i was just like oh man but yeah i'm really grateful for our work environment i i'm you know i had told you i think it was yesterday that personally i don't know you personally but i just i'm proud of you i'm proud of the individual you are like just who you are as a man for your family uh what responsibilities you do you know outside of work and work you know abel you work really hard you know we have a lot of fun but you work really hard and in a little way I envy you because I see myself in you, um, at your age and where you're going to be at when you're my age is beyond my years. And I think it makes me a little upset, but a little bit, but more so happy for you because I want that for you. You know, as a friend, I want you to mold and grow, you know, as an individual and be better than me. Um, I just happy that you're taking all the right, like steps in your life and the opportunities at our hand. But not only that, you're really working hard at them, you know, and I, I don't, you know, like I said, I don't personally know you as long as maybe your friends or even know you as close. But I, I want to say to you again that I am proud of you, like as a man and what you're doing in life. So. <laughs> Respect and i wanted to just cap, jump back on the wagon to answer the question for nate you know yeah like uh, you basically answered it right, oh, there. right there. <laughs>
2: because because at the end of the day you were trying to say that you know uh you, you feel comfort with, yeah. in your work environment so yeah finish yeah. that
0: if you i like. mean yeah definitely like you you hit it you had hit on the nail with the community but um what a lot of people i think people some who are not really religious they look for like these routes like Is it just the people that makes you feel like that? But when you connect with a church, you have to remember these people are who they are because it's the God in them that shines in that, you know, that makes you feel that radiant, vibrant feeling of of good, you know? And I'm happy that when I go to church as well, I'm able to connect with God. It's like more, it's like a more closer line of connecting him. Like Like you feel
1: the Holy Spirit, it
0: fills that void. It feels great. It just makes you happy. And that's something that I can't encounter with talking to my pastor. That's something that I can't encounter with talking to everyone at church. It's only in that moment of me connecting to the Holy Spirit, of me just being... Happy and feeling that everything is just being washed away. It's a little bit unexplainable, but that's just some of the key things that you do feel. And then what helps is that after you have this community that just comes and loves you even more, you know, in <laughs> church, and that yeah. it just really just makes you feel so happy. So, yeah, so it's really good. Um, all right, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, stay tuned for this ad and we'll be right back. Hey, everyone. You're listening to the
2: Space Kaiju Podcast Network. If you enjoy the content and would like to support the network, then head over to the spacekaijuproductions.com website, click the menu, and head over to the support tab. We have special Amazon promotions, such as the free 30-day trial of Amazon Music or a 30-day trial of Audible. Not interested in Amazon promotions? That's okay. You can still support the network by heading to the website and clicking through the Amazon banner for any of your Amazon needs. When you click through us, it helps the network grow.
0: Yo, what's up, guys? We're back. Thank you so much for keeping it locked. And again, we're talking about what well, this is, uh, Transparency, Robert Smith, from my guest, Abel. Abel, make some noise. <laughs> Welcome, Abel. <laughs> Sorry, you guys, for that. Your ears are all, all right. like, my blown bad. out. And um, again, we're talking about the topic of depression. You know, it's pretty serious. It's more not as fun as the other ones, but I think it's really important that we just kind of bring light, uh, enlightenment to the topic and just, you know, expose depressionists, you know? I do want to kind of bring it on lighter news, you know, how do you go just diving right back in, you know, what is something that pulls you out of depression? I know we had mentioned like God and church. What are some other things like have you do to like really come back out? Surrounding myself with, you know,
1: family, okay. friends. Um, I feel that it's very, I know it's very hard to do because you just want to like be in the room, as we yeah. said. Um, but the times that I have forced myself to try to fight at least was just try to surround myself with like good people, yeah. people of love and, and yeah. just try to absorb their energy. Cause I'm really big on energy.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's really good. And that's really important. And, and you know, like straight up, if anybody's listening that does go through depression, one of the biggest, most positive things you can do is actually get the strength to get out of that room and to actually go into gathering with other people there's never been a moment you regret that moment because like, when you're around people, they are actually bringing your life, you know? It's like they're trying to grab you out, not thinking, that, you know, of course, not doing it on purpose, but just that um, energy, you know, being around surrounded. And if it's good people, happiness, you know, that will collab together to really fight all that negativity that you're going through, you know? And it's really good to not necessarily distract yourself, but just to kind of intertwine into something that's going to really, Make you kind of just focus on it more, you know? But when you do come to the factor of solitude, you know, it's really important to just be reminded of good qualities and who you are and happiness and and just thinking that you know what maybe you've been through this before you can get through this and also going back to what i mentioned earlier you know i really truly believe that we're designed to take on anything in the world we as human beings have so much power man so much power to do anything i mean we made the will now look how much the will has evolved you know and help generations you know the will is one of the most useful inventions in the world you know that and Okay, and so technology, I mean, technology man, and that came imagine from in men. 20 years, yeah, how advanced things are gonna I be. I mean, we thought flying cars were gonna happen Teslas, now, Tesla, I thought, yeah. I thought well, we got that. the uh, Amazon, we have the Amazon drones coming out, right? <laughs> to drop off packages, packages. everybody's gonna be throwing rocks at them. Like, I've seen that, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, oh, that one looks so like nice.
1: some shoes, yeah, uh, got it. Oh, <laughs> no,
0: nah, just some heels, <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, so I mean. You know, with that, we're just so powerful and capable of doing so many things. Um, I think, uh, you know, like, it's, friends is really good. Family is really good. You know, connecting spiritually. God, I think, just remembering Exercising. Exercising. You know, exercise is really a huge stress reliever. Huge. Like, you know, I don't know why I'm not working out. but you I know. mean, I don't work out
1: a lot. But <laughs> exercise, I know for a fact. I've done a lot of research on depression. Uh-huh. Even though I didn't do it because um I don't know. But definitely I, I know that helps release just like endorphins and stuff.
0: Bro, I have not I'm not gonna lie. One time I, I run I went to the gym super. Park. I remember crying like doing the stairs and like running. Uh, like Stairmaster? Yeah, Stairmaster. Just like, yeah, just played <laughs> it. Like And um, you know, you do feel a little bit better after. So that is always good. I think um yeah, so I think it's my point of being just like, you know. Surround yourself with these positive qualities in life and just doing these things. Um, on that note, we're going to go ahead and move on to our next se- segment, and it's going to be the fish bow. So, like every episode, guys, we're going to go ahead and answer questions. Abel, you're my guest. Go ahead and answer the first question in the bow. Okay, sir. <laughs> Let's see what we're going to get. Watch me get my own. Uh, we always rewrite the questions. So, excuse my handwriting. Oh, I mine. did.
1: Oh, did you? Okay. Okay. So, my question was, what are methods you utilize to try and and I I put parentheses
0: cope with oh, depression. Oh, dude, you're right. We I think we wrote the same question. I told he, you. Okay, we guys, were he do told that. me because we I always like to come on one question just for ourselves to ask, kind of like another. So, okay, so for me, I'm gonna be straight up. It's very derogatory, bro. I masturbate to try to feel better, to get that that okay. that feeling, like to kind of like. Uh, you know, a distraction. But, bro, that's crap. That does not work, bro. Um, I've never drunk, depressed. Um, I've always, that's always been a wreck. fact. So I never tried to drink to feel better. Um, i never done drugs. Um, yeah, I, I did had a very um, regretful hookup to try to feel better. Hmm. Huge, huge mistake. And never done it again. But I've done that, like, yeah what about you?
1: I would say for me, it was really big on trying to do things and distract myself with friends. Mm -hmm. Um, I've have some, I would say I have like two really good friends Mm -hmm. that have been my friends forever Mm -hmm. and always are there. I can count on them. I would say three actually. Mm -hmm. So I think that i've talked i've talked to them there'd be times where i would ghost them Mm -hmm. for two three months and i would just be depressed and they knew but i would try to fight it but i think that's i mean at that point in my life it was too hard for me to fight Mm -hmm. but the only ways that i was able to really to distract myself and be happy and enjoy myself was just to surround myself with good friends and just laugh Mm -hmm. um i think for me i would just try to you know laugh and Maybe not like masturbate or something, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do think another thing as well. I was always, when I was younger, on the chase of like talking to a lot of girls, mm-hmm. and I think that was always be trying to get maybe um, the the adrenaline. I don't know to uh-huh. try to distract myself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I I don't think that was healthy. Um, so I
0: would say those two things is just friends. And, and- I just want to clarify that. So you're saying. Um, like when i was young like to (laughs) he's married now married now get me in trouble the thought of like talking to multiple girls was this hype that kind of like made you feel really good you know and that was like good to kind of distract yourself
1: yeah i I, I used that to really like that kind of gave me like a high Mm -hmm. in a weird way yeah
2: like a confidence high just knowing that the, the fact that you were able to, you know, just communicate with, with a female and just like, you know, confidence. Like,
1: yeah, I would say so as far as, so like with me, I've been into sales and this may, all right, this may sound just weird, but I really like sales because I like the aspect of being able to have a conversation with someone and not sway them, Win them but over. open their mind mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. what you're saying. So I think that for me, I use that with women yeah. I get it. I to get the it. point where it was a game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when I was depressed, and I think that probably ties into some of the things that happened, like with my parents growing up and stuff like that, I would use that as like a sense of like high. Like I that's what it kind of was. Mm-hmm. Um, very weird. I never really admitted that as the first time ever. Yeah. Um, But no one's ever really asked. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. And it's crazy because like the core of that is depression. And that's something that just takes place like all the time, like with young cats, like just trying to, the thought of like talking to all these girls and who knew that the reason why you were doing it was a core of depression, you know, and to cope and to try to feel better, you know? Yeah. It was more so like,
1: I wasn't fine with myself, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. I had to get, gratification somehow from others win someone like you said
0: you became greedy and you just try to see how much you can get yeah and more and more and more yeah that's crazy i'm not proud of
1: that though there's been a lot of mistakes that i've made and a lot of a lot of things that i regret that contribute to my emotion because along the way there's a lot of people that i hurt a lot of you know you don't it's not healthy or not okay i think to mess with people's emotions like that coming from me having messed up emotions yeah so I'm not definitely proud of it, but that is one of the yeah one of the things that I can really say. That's good that I and would it, try to do.
0: That's really good that you grow from that too. You know, you being married and not have to worry on that. Um, that's awesome. And you know, I hear you talk about your wife all the time, dude. Like I can tell it's very. You know good you guys have a i mean for what i'm seeing, you guys have a very good healthy relationship so i'm really happy for you guys you definitely seem content <laughs> with that so stop looking at instagram <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> social media <laughs> just That's, that was for if she's listening no so. we're, no we're cool we're cool she's you, she's a great uh okay i'm gonna go ahead and answer our next question watch me get minds now let's see minds uh my, oh it is my, my question i roll but i think this is from Yeah. So this was one of the questions that we got from social media. It was how do men and women deal with it? How, uh, deal with depression differently. So how do men deal with it differently compared to women?
1: What was her name? Bianca?
0: Yes. Thank you, Bianca for the question. (laughs) She's actually one of our guests that we had.
1: Cool. Cool. Yeah. I was thinking about it like prior to coming and I, I asked myself that yesterday. Um, I would say that I don't think necessarily there is a way that Men and women deal with depression differently. Mm -hmm. I would say that I believe, like we said earlier, there's more of a negative um, connotation with being a man and having depression. Mm -hmm. So I just think it's not as aware. Um, I think that really there's. Certain methods that you can use and try to utilize like exercising. I think it's pretty universal to be completely honest with you. That's true. I think so too. I don't necessarily think that a woman needs a different way to handle depression. Yeah. Um, I think it's pretty universal. Um, there's different, I think, I would say
2: levels. Like, yeah. a, like a frequency, obviously, like when it comes to like a, um, what is it called when, you know, the f- females get like when they're older and they hit uh Mantle cycle menopause? menopause menopause yeah what did you say <laughs> <got> twice. <laughs> that is this, is this is a good reason why we should have a female here for this question <laughs> yes yeah. uh but but you know what yeah. i'm saying like they, they we have to kind of curate to them and make sure that they are okay when it comes to that time because we honestly don't know that that aspect of it you know when it comes to i actually have no clue so until yeah, until I'm, until i'm yeah. until i'm educated about it then you, you know what i'm saying
0: well, I can say that like women, you know, being a more emotional being, uh, it could be somewhat challenging yet. I cannot speak for a woman itself, but yeah. I, I, imagine, Herself. you know, quote, quote, you know, don't, don't care. We know it's 2019 women. So. <laughs> don't kill, <laughs> don't don't kill, kill Robert. Us. We've seen Avengers. So, cool. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, like I think that, uh, they do, it can be a more more challenging to them to kind of come down more, um, for us. No, you know what, right? No, that's, I think it's challenging yeah, for men. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's I think because we, we have to put on more of a mask, especially for families, you know, for our women, our, you know, just the women I think it's care- more accepted <coughs> for a woman. So, yeah, and for men, it's taboo, and that's that's the the highlight that we need to dispose about. Take back to twenty nineteen. What about yeah. men's right? You know, because then you because harnessing that that
1: negative energy and trying to hide it and
0: not mm-hmm. wanting to admit it to you other tend people to com- you're gonna combust. You're gonna it's, combust. It's bad. And most cases, that can come in a negative fe- in a way of you just lashing out vocally, physically. You know, and it just leads to different emotions. Addictions. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I think it's frowned upon that we're not. You know able to be like this which is ludicrous because like you said there really isn't any difference between the men and women mm-hmm. you know we're both the same beings we just have different ways of coping not necessarily different ways of coping we just maybe a female can take a little bit no no there's nothing at all. Nope,
2: no no difference. honestly i
0: was no. trying
1: to think about that question and,
0: it was
2: <clears throat> and on that point i think uh what's important just to move moving forward is 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 as, as a female and a male when it comes together maybe like when you know if you're married the the connection there needs to be communication and yeah. openness because if there's yep. a ma- if there's a mask or if there's a um, I think there's actually a book and I'm still I haven't like got too far into it it was actually bought someone bought it for me it's called the mask of masculinity and I think the answers are in there so until I I you know read upon it more. We'll revisit this one then. definitely. Yeah, we definitely, definitely. and uh, and we maybe have you know a female on on the podcast that'd because be cool. you know at the end of the day it's all perspective and and you know that question was a tough one honestly.
0: Yeah. Um, we'll actually revisit. Um, we have a specific type of topic that we're going to talk about. I think I'm going to make a note and we'll bring that back up. So Very cool. Keep a locked, and you know, we'll get that one back. All right, we have another question. question. Number three. <clears throat> yeah, this definitely is Robert's writing. do you want me to read it to you what is this okay wait i got it no i'm just kidding
1: have you used substance i'm assuming have you used any substances to cope with depression
0: uh i guess i personally have never done drugs or drunk like drink anything um you know like i said like the whole i know i kind of brushed over it but you know masturbating that comes from porn you know so in a way like using pornography to feel better you know and that's something I've done, you know, when I'm depressed, you know? So that's, that's definitely real and that's definitely something I have done. So, what about you?
1: Yeah, I used to drink like a lot of alcohol. So, try um, to feel nothing? When I was depressed and smoke a lot of weed. Mm-hmm. I still smoke weed, like here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, weed, I don't think, has ever really affected me as far as um, mental state wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but alcohol, there was a point where like I was literally drinking every night. For, really? For months. what would you drink? Like
0: white stuff? Just or? Hard alcohol. Really? Yeah,
1: I would. I would every night. I would get like a cup with some ice, and I would just throw in like some Jack Daniels or something, and oh, I would you were just like drink mad it. Man, huh? And I would. That's when I would stay in my room, and I would do it because like it would just make me just not feel. Hmm.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's kind of move on to our last question. And what do we have? It says, what was the worst interpretation of depression you have had or seen? So not necessarily had or seen. Go ahead, Abel, you can go first. I think that's a hard
1: question, um, but this is what I would, my best answer. I believe that from my perspective, someone who is so depressed and just so out of it to the point where they feel they're not worthy of having social interaction, Mm -hmm. worthy of living a beautiful life. Mm -hmm. Um, Right now, I feel I'm in a really good place. Mm -hmm. I still obviously battle emotions, ups and downs, Mm -hmm. um, but I truly feel that I deserve to be happy. Mm-hmm. I deserve to live this amazing life. I only have one life yeah, and it's, I feel it's my right. And I, you know, I love, I love myself and I deserve mm-hmm. it. And I think everybody deserves that. Yeah. Like I told you, um, when you told me you're proud of me, I told you I was proud of you Yeah, and that I truly feel that everybody deserves to be happy. Yeah. Um, and I think when someone isn't in touch with that and I've been there, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure you have, you've been there. Have you yeah. ever been there, Nate? definitely been there i truly think that is like very sad because everyone deserves love and happiness yeah
0: definitely yeah um also it was kind of like asking like what was you kind of like worst case or seen case as well like what have you seen or what if? will probably you would say like for me um it would be like the, the what i share with you guys about the driving um i would i mean honestly i think the worst case is suicide i think that Luckily, you haven't gone to that point or been never to that know. point. Have you ever been around someone who's been just so dwelled out? Like, No.
1: That's good. I haven't. That's, that's why it's a hard question for me to answer. I just really haven't. Aside from, like, me, I've heard stories of people cutting themselves. Yeah. And I've seen scars of, like, girls that I've talked to that have cut themselves. Yeah. Um, but it's after the fact. I, I've never really seen, like, nothing firsthand.
0: I— you know, I'm very I have an energy not to be narcissistic of people who are attracted to me and i I have mm-hmm. all likes a lot of life people approach me and really just open up, you know, and not no names. I definitely encounter someone I only knew probably a week the next time I seen him tell me that, you know, I try to kill myself because I just can't take this and other things where, Um, it makes me sad to share that because the person that, um, who had told me that was a young girl, she was only 14 years old. And, um, she was saying, um, she was saying that, you know, she wanted to work because her parents were legal immigrants and she, there was nothing they couldn't do. They were a chance to get deported. They got, just got kicked out of the house. They were moved on to a cram one bedroom apartment. You know, when you go from a half, five bedroom to one bedroom apartment, um, and she said she being like 14 saying that she wants to work and do all these things and she, she can't take it um it wasn't the worst but I just wanted things and i will always think to myself i would get so mad because i'm like god why would you have like let me even encounter something like that where i'm not that far from it you know like what are you what what the fuck? you know like why would i like this is too much you know i'm barely getting by like i'm i'm my own individual you know no one would i and then it just goes down it just spirals down and um when in actually what happened was is that God has already equipped me what I'm going through to give that person advice to help them because I did in that way. And it was tough. You know, it's definitely something you have to put on a poker face. I have to be strong for that person, you know, even though I'm not necessarily going through, but I think of that as God giving me that strength to say, you know what? Like I'm here, like even though you're not talking to God. I believe that God dwells in me is gonna be that comfort for you in that moment. And that's how I was able to get that strength that I didn't know would come from because I'm going through the same thing to help somebody else. And that's just an example of how God can use people. But more so that's just something that I And That's one of the scenarios I just want to share. It was it's um it's crazy. Yeah, it was really, really hard. You know, and I, I deal with um a lot of um mental illness people. I, I used to serve um I used to feed the homeless once a week and promote it at night. And I used to come across a lot of mental illness. That was my first time I walked up. The library in Pomona, I walked up to somebody at night and they were shooting Gosh, up. Pomona's I don't crazy. know what they were doing. They were like smoking something, but they were like doing drugs. And it was, I've never seen drugs like that. And drugs is, I don't like drugs. Like me coming from a drug addict mother, like I, I'm just not with that. And I was so scared because I had to go up and like ask them if they want food and like talk about God. And I was just like, oh God, I can't. Do this. And I was, I was legit scared. And, uh, but I found a strength to do that. Uh, yeah, um, I know this portion is where we're going to talk about closing remarks, but uh, I just, I can't help but to leave, to not leave this podcast without saying um, to you, Abel, if there's something that we can talk about what you're dealing with depression, ongoing dealing with depression that maybe we can help in that way, I would love this opportunity to do that, just to kind of like expose that. I think in a moment of having conversations like this is to help and to bring awareness and to use this pedestal to help a community. So if there's something that maybe we can, you wouldn't mind sharing that I can probably, or even Nate, that we can kind of just like help in that way or maybe likewise, you know?
2: I can share something if, if, if you don't yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, And then maybe you could piggy bank. I actually just wanted to piggy bank off of what you were saying about, you know, being there for that for that girl, yeah, and and, and putting on yeah. a, a bold face. Um, for me, uh, it's the, the biggest effect I see is the spread of of an environment. Mm. So it all starts with an environment of uh, any place like yeah, workplace, the environment, uh, workplace, household, oh, any any anywhere anywhere you go. Um, if, if that's how I got my depression, you know, uh, from the workplace, from where I was working before. Um, just seeing the amount of energy that I would bring, the enthusiasm that I would bring for the passion that I, that I was teaching and, and mm-hmm. the, where I was, and especially working with kids. Like I love working with kids. I love uh, giving them um, you know something to look forward to, whether it's video production, learning photography, now learning podcasting. Uh, but when it comes to you know um, other people, like I'm not and I'm not throwing shade on like you know other people because I get it. We all have problems, mm-hmm. but when the problems w- affect the workplace and, and other people like, just, just to say this, I I was in a depressed place when I was at my, my last job. Um, and I I was just not in a good place, but I, I did go to the gym. I did find the gym. I, at the end of my career there at that, at that workplace, I, I I started going to the gym. So I started kind of getting out of, of that slump. Mm -hmm. And then once I figured out that, you know, working out consistently and, and, and staying in shape, and and you know eating a little bit better it all it all matters you oh, know, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean ever since I left that job I mean you, everywhere you go you will always find you know certain people that you know rub off, rub off you rub you off the wrong way or not rub you off that sounds ridiculous this is but, bad energy but it, yeah. it, that's what I mean that's what I mean it's all about the energy so uh, at the end of the day like I know a lot of people get depression from you know just being around the negative energy yeah and 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 me it's to to get out of depression, I have to find people, surround myself with people that are going to give me that, that positive energy.
0: But I want to respond back to that, you know, like the moment where I shared it with the girl is that, you know, I wasn't too far where she was coming from. And, you know, it was hard, you know, if I were, because she brought that energy, let that resonate with me. You know, sometimes we have to remember that we have to just be strong no matter what you know and things that we go through in life we're well equipped to handle anything um and that's you know I, I take that back because it's life life is fucking hard I'm not going to take that from anyone and we're not here to say you can get through anything yes of course we can but when you're in a moment it's a different situation so I, I just want to be accountable for that but what I would say is that things we have to be strong in a way for other people even in environments that are negative um so like with work um Sometimes I want to be really upset, but I know. I think you see me. I was quieter the other day when I didn't go to lunch with you guys, and I. I was, you know, I had to do things with court. I mean, I, I just with the whole thing. Yeah. And customer. And I remember, yeah, the customer had sent me off, and you know, I remember like, um, I went home early that day, mm. and if I just if, usually I I knew I I wanted to stay, and I wanted to be stronger. Um, that's always the go, no matter what, because I noticed that my energy, well, just how me, can affect others. So I knew that I had to bring, somehow come out of that because I'm affecting other people, and I didn't want that to happen. Um, but the best thing I did in that situation was to leave because I wasn't able at that moment to to take on anymore. So I was like, I had to remove myself from the environment before I create this poison. But my point for you, Nate, is that sometimes you know we have to find the strength, even being in an environment. To just keep pushing and and find some this common denominator where you can find this internal happiness in yourself to not let the other person's energy affect you. You know, from being work or people live in situations where they don't like the living environment, but they have to find something in that environment that keeps them pushing and keep them going without being affected by that, you know? And I think we talked off air about, like, certain things, so, you know, it can be, like, negative but you have to look at it in a different way to keep going, you know? Of course, of yeah. course, yeah. Um, yeah, thank and, you. For, like,
2: and also, I've also, um, and I won't say any names, but you know, I've had this scenario play out where uh, life is going perfectly fine, mm-hmm. and, and you, know, you, you look out for your friends, you, know, you have your close set of friends and you know exactly who they are and what kind of person they are, uh, but when you get a text message of a picture of someone's wrist, and it's just all slit up, then you have something to worry about, oh yeah, and I've gotten that text message before at twelve midnight. Wow. Um, you know, and the already the the first thing that happens is uh through the group message of you know other friends that we know of it ha- it it's it spread a little bit, and we all found out, you know, and so we all just tried to to call the person and you know let him know that we're here for him, and it's a tough situation, and we didn't know how. To, to, to go at this, you know, as a group of friends who are far away from where he's at and don't even know where he's at, you know, and so um, that was a tough situation to go through. So I can and my, I'm a diabetic, so my blood sugar just went from going about, about to go to bed to all the way down to shaking because I'm worried about one of my greatest friends and, and it was tough and wow. still. You and I get like you know sometimes we're put into these situations where where um you know where we have to dig and, and kind of be strong for other people, um, but if I can and, and it's tough to say this, mm-hmm. and yeah, hopefully in the future me and him are in, in a good place. Um, but in an analogy where if you've seen the the, the movie Holes, some some holes are di- uh, dug right mm-hmm. by by us ourselves, and if we try to save other people, sometimes we have different size shovels to save them you get what i'm saying yeah yeah so and, and that's the toughest part we can we can try to keep helping people uh at the end of the day and and try sticking down that that shovel down there to get them to 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 yeah. catch it but and then just you know that's all i'm trying no to say.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely and it goes back to the old saying like my my grandma would say like you can't fill a cup that's already full you know which is really unfortunate um yeah, I mean, I definitely think being a support system and being there for people and just trying is the best thing we can do.
2: You gotta, this is where I was getting at, you gotta try your best, and I like what you were saying earlier, uh, you're you're happy for yourself, you have to be happy, content with yourself, you yeah. have to take care of yourself, you know? At the end of the day, you, you, you could care about every pet in the world, you could care about every human being in the world, but you can't stress the things you cannot control. Yeah. Because at the yeah. end of the day, you're here for yourself, yeah. and the people you can, you know, try to keep on. Yeah, know? that's
0: really important. yeah um yeah thank you so much for sharing that and just intertwining with this
2: yeah i feel
1: that you can only really like help yourself yeah so at the end of the day um it's rough you just really have to try to value yourself and really just try to push on Um, because like you said different shovels you know if they're trying to help out You could have five, six friends that are just trying to talk to you consistently and always be there for you. Um, But sometimes it's just, you know, it's it's very, very hard.
0: I think affirmations are really key thing to help you remind you of who you are, Um, having a good support system. But, you know, they can only do so well. It really is about it with yourself. Takes work. It's not easy. It really isn't. Are you able to, like, just let yourself sit there and do that? That's what I'm saying, man. Like, we're so much powerful. And if we, when we're not we're in a slump just think of how much we're wasting like really wasting time like that we can self-improve or helping others or do productive things you know and i think that we it's hard to come out of it but at the same time you really have to get a point to understand and accept that you're mad that you matter and also laziness is a huge factor of depressing you you just don't want to do nothing you have to really break that and just understand that you there's so much more to life outside of laziness and just not doing anything but if you it doesn't start the healing unless you get up and really try something, you know? And that's one of the biggest things. And let
2: me, let me remind you real quick just this quote because I thought about this so much and I just wrote this on my iPhone. Without self-reflection and being consciously aware of yourself, a mirror is a useless tool in seeing who you really are. Remember, people, if you're looking in the mirror and you're worried about what other people are thinking of you, you better throw that stuff out of the out of the water because that's not what's important. What's important yeah. is that yep. you know who you are and you accept who you are. Yeah,
0: definitely. Well, Abel, do you have any closing remarks for our episode today?
2: No, I just
1: definitely appreciate it. And thank you guys for the conversation. I, th- yeah. I think that the most important thing is just to bring awareness. Yeah. And, um, you know, like when you said the, the, you know, the, the little girl that you were talking with who was 14, it's just, yeah. you know, what's going on right now with these young kids and a lot of these things that are happening. Yeah. Um, you know, people, overdosing on pills a lot of different things that are going on in society i think that there's not enough awareness and i do see it changing i do seeing it being brought up a lot more and being um, a little bit more open Mm -hmm. Um, so i just think just building more awareness and just being there for everyone as much as you can and spreading positivity and love is very important
0: yeah Yeah. definitely um dude thank you so much for sharing it was really good to hear like a a merry man himself perspective on masculinity and depression. Um, thank you so much for just sharing everything that you open. So we do appreciate it. Thank you. I'd uh, love to have you next time in the future. I know I spoke to you about another idea, so hopefully we can get that to work. So you guys stay tuned. Um, what can our followers follow you at? Uh, you can follow me at Instagram. <laughs>
1: at <laughs> Abel, A-B-E-L, Ariano, A-R-E-L-L, A-N-O. Yeah.
0: Okay, (laughs) that's it. I I only have an Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Well, thank you so much. Closing remarks, guys. You know, uh, in a serious tone, uh, I just want to remind everybody that whatever you're going through in life, just know that you are not alone. Um, You don't have to be alone. You don't have to feel alone. You don't have to do this alone. There are people out there that can help you. And if you're listening and you're going through something like this, Please let us know um, what we can do to help you uh, reach out to us. Actually, speaking of reach out to us, we officially made a transparency Instagram page please feel free to follow transparent podcast on instagram where we post updated information and just some posts and um stories stories are always active but we we'll also please dm us if you want to be a guest on our next episode or in the future or just come up with some topics connect with us again um this platform of podcasting is great to speak and talk about numerous things but I'm also using this to connect people in situations like this of finding communion of topics that can be considered taboo and weird or demasculine you know but who cares with that i believe that it's important uh, to expose and bring enlightenment on these subjects to not only talk about it but to bring exposure to help others so thank you guys again this is robert smith with space kaiju productions on my podcast transparency robert smith keep it locked for a new episode next week thank you guys so much for listening